0: Hello,
1: welcome to Home Green Homes podcast. This is Izumi Tanaka. I am a green realtor in Los Angeles, and I'm also newly lead green associate as of last week, and I'm also the host of the show. And today we have a guest, Scott Kelly, and Scott is a full-service general contractor providing green home building and home remodeling services a provider for existing and new build green building and energy efficiency advising and verification services through building science and energy technology we deliver or he delivers solutions for near net zero and net zero residential building professionals so, thank you so much, Scott, for, for your time today. I'm really honored to have you.
0: Oh, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, so um, I know you are a general contractor, but uh, you have a very specific niche as, as, as you well. Um, so tell me what differentiates you as a general contractor specializing in green home building.
0: Well, in the, um, during the recession, when I actually became a general contractor, when I first originally got my license, there was a program the government was, uh, operating called the Clean Energy Workforce Training Program, and what Mm. that was is a number of different certifications in building science and green building, and, um... I took advantage of the opportunity to do that and get those certifications and as we were getting those certifications we were also learning that the energy codes in California were going to be changing in four different phases over the next few years Mm -hmm. and eventually they would wind up at a point uh, in the year 2020 where all new California residential single-family homes would have to be net zero, or what's known as ZNE, Zero Net Energy Buildings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those buildings have to be, those homes have to be very uh, energy efficient, and they need to have solar that provides all the energy that the home is going to use. And California, yes, and so California... Uh, started with what are called Cal Green Codes. And Cal Green Mm -hmm. Codes are the green building codes that you find in a set of plans if you're building a new home. Well, within the Cal Green Codes, we had all kinds of different measures that the state wanted us to start to follow, and some of those things Mm -hmm. were as simple as recycling uh, as much building materials as you can. Not letting the cardboard make its way to the landfill, but instead divert it to recycling to use up as much of the wood as you possibly can uh, and not have a lot of construction waste. So that was mm-hmm. sort of the original first green code. And that was, that's a, a big thing because 21% of landfill is construction waste. So this is a right. real big number. Mm-hmm. So then once once that um really started to be um, monitored um the one of the next code uh improvements was VOCs volatile organic oh. compounds mm-hmm. removing all of the oil based paints and the thinners and you know much of the stuff the glues the mastics um, products that are going to go into the house that would ultimately wind up off-gassing into the home. Um, right. We went to el- el- eliminate. So you have those CalGreen uh codes, but you also have something that's called the Title 24 energy mm-hmm. codes. Title 24, Part 6, is where we start to have mandatory measures of energy efficiency measures. And what I mean by that is, as we were just talking about things that make the building green, there are also things, measures that can be installed in the homes that make them energy efficient. And Mm -hmm. some of those things would be air sealing a home, super insulating a home, Um, the homes that are being built right now have dual pane windows typically. And are built to a much tighter standard. In other words, they're not really leaking the way that they used to leak. And so right. because of that, we need some ventilation in those homes. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we start to see the mandatory measures key in on whole house ventilation and I, and I you know, of course there's heating and cooling But I'm speaking really specifically about whole house ventilation and changing the air in the house every three and a half hours. So the occupants have fresh air and those VOCs and the carbon dioxide and, you know, all the particles that are in the air are being continuously diluted with fresh filtered Mm -hmm. air from the outside. So that's really, you know, in the a, in a long-winded way, that's kind of what makes a green builder or, you know, I'm a building scientist, a building analyst. Um, so you put those two things together, and I think that's what makes makes, m- makes our company different from other general construction companies is we really lead with this whole house as a system. Um, yeah. Theory.
1: Yeah. Now, so if if all these codes, especially the 2020 net zero, um, with all the buildings actually going on, you would assume that most general contractors are knowledgeable, at least aware of all these codes. But is that is that not the case? I mean, are you such a unique? Uh, position as a general contract to
0: have this knowledge it is in a sense the area that i focus on is the title 24 part 6
1: mm-hmm. section and mm-hmm. the energy
0: and the energy budget itself when we're looking right. to build you know when we're looking at building a brand new home and so i think that what happened and this is this is my experience in the field is that those mm-hmm. you get these um, plan pages, and they say general notes, and then you have Title 24 <laughs> and you, Cal Green, and the builders often believe that these are boilerplate, that these are the same mm. old pages that have always been in there. And I mm. kind of I make a motion with my hand, you know, like as if a jet was just taking off from the ground and going straight up. You know, that's the <laughs> way the codes are gone. This is a big, the graph is Totally different than what the general contractor is aware of, um, mm. and that that's that's unfortunate. I understand how it happens. I've been in that place too i've even you know had a code official when I was a young uh, general contractor that was one of the first things he said to me he said, Read every single line in your plan set because <laughs> there's new information in there, and that's right. that's what I've noticed in the field is it that a lot of builders don't understand what it takes to build a high performance home, an energy right. efficient home, a net zero home, and what's mm-hmm. the irony of it, I find, is that the homeowner, uh, is quite savvy to to this, or they've got a friend that just built a high performance home and has some mm-hmm. green building certification from Build It Green or LEED or uh, Energy mm-hmm. Star, you know some of the op- mm-hmm. uh, offerings, passive house. So you have that happening, and the general contractors sort of head down doing it the same old way. And right. um, in cases, you know that you know that will age out. In other cases, uh, we have builders that are fascinated with building science, and it's almost like mm-hmm. they were bored in their. Trades, and now that they're approaching the homes and and adding you know five, six, seven different energy efficiency measures and building a completely different home than they've ever built before, those guys are jazz they're excited about what mm-hmm. they're doing, and those right, are the ones right. i i have, you know seek out uh to work mm-hmm. with and for
1: and what would you say is the I don't know if you have any answer but percentage in terms of in general like what I I'm trying to measure the awareness level of or the interest level in the general building field of how many people are actually like how many people actually care or I mean beyond the point of just needing the code like because now that we have this new uh, ordinance of, you know, net zero homes uh, Mm -hmm. after 2020 for new build, they would have to know, right? And so everything that we have been saying green home these days would just become legal or up to code.
0: Yeah. So here's the way I, I look at this is that there are home performance contractors uh, okay. That are building analysts and building scientists, and have Build It Green. Um, Build It Green is an organization that has uh, trains and has certifications for green mm-hmm. home, uh, yeah. green building professionals, and, and there's a and right. as well as real estate. And so there are there mm-hmm. are lots of people that are going through that as builders, finding um, really kind of learning in the classroom. And finding that this is a value-added thing, not only is it a code thing, and so mm-hmm. they, those people um, are, you know, generally are younger contractors that are just getting their businesses going. Right. Uh, right. And then the other older group of contractors, and I'm not to say that um, that there's not a lot of interest on, on from some of them, but there's also some of them mm-hmm. that they're only going to do what is the what the code says, and if the code says yeah. this is what you you have to do: a uh, uh, blown-in blanket insulation and and an airtight building, and he'll go find that person and get that done. And but that's it. But he's not going to have yeah. you know deep interest in right. it. So yeah. so that that's that's what I'm finding um, uh, in in the field. Um, but I do you know I've watched Los Angeles, especially in its. Um, and it's high end. Uh, mm-hmm. You have people that want, you know, automated homes, right. and they have uh, maybe some one of the children has a respiratory issue or asthma or something like mm-hmm. that. So then they want a healthy home, and they want, you know, a ultra green home, and they want mm-hmm. these ventilation systems. And so it's it 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 is coming from all different directions, and it's not to say. That um, the old guard is just, just not interested. It's just to say, it's not a, it's not it. It is changing in diff, from different areas rather than the building, right.
1: the right. builders
0: yeah. themselves. That's what I'm, what yeah. I'm finding.
1: Yeah, obviously, if there's a demand, if the the homeowners are seeking those features, they the providers should become more aware and be able to you know readily provide what the the homeowners want but you said something really um, a key thing you said high end yes so i am i I am just um curious if you think that this green building green home building do you think that's still remains in the realm of high-end homes, because I certainly would like that to be not true.
0: Yes. So um, it's actually – the nice thing about the code is is that it it levels the playing field, and now it's not just the high-end. It's Mm -hmm. everyone. And everyone right. has to participate. And you even right. have some like early adopters some some of the large production builders, I'll name one mm-hmm. uh K B At- Homes.
1: K B Homes uh, yes.
0: Yeah. They were one of the first uh production builders to go into net zero and offer mm-hmm. uh net zero homes in tracked you know, in you know, production tracked homes uh mm-hmm. a number of years ago and they saw that as a as yeah. a value op yeah opportunity and it was and it has been. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's what I'm talking about, you know, to parallel that over to the high end is it's just the mm-hmm. clientele that we see mostly um right. you know on the west side of Los Angeles and mm-hmm. throughout different parts of California we 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 just find this this client that is kind of on his own path and in a sense it's mm-hmm. like I'm going to build the most all, you know ultimate optimal home for myself and my family, mm-hmm. and then we wind mm-hmm. up in the fold because they find out about building science when they're doing their research and they start finding out about um you know really what a home can be and so yeah. we i really so i really recognized this this opening maybe five years ago this niche opportunity, and it really mm-hmm. came out of me not being able to convert some of the um, vendors that I was working with, like the insulators mm, um, right. or the HVAC contractors, um, and so I recognized that here I am uh, working with architects and homeowners and builders to uh, deliver a high-performance home, but we didn't have the workforce and the and the trained um, uh, tradesmen to get out there and do this
1: mm-hmm. this
0: type of work. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we started to do this work, and we wound up um, with five or six different energy efficiency measures in a package uh, that really are directly related to the Title 24 mandatory Mm -hmm. measures for the net zero homes. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. when we did that, and that that includes a high-performance wall assembly, unvented attic assemblies, um, uh, whole house ventilation systems, uh, mm-hmm. uh, house wraps, peel and stick house wraps, liquid flashing, it's a mm-hmm. whole different way of building a home so that the home isn't leaky, so that the home doesn't have a lot of heat gain, so the home doesn't have a lot of heat loss, and mm-hmm. also that the home is always you know freshly ventilated. And so right. when that package when we kind of put that together um that was the answer to the builder so the builder mm-hmm. can hire our company kellygreen.build mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. will install all of those measures that they need and at the same time they're we're going to educate them all we're, they're going to learn all about it because we want them to be enthusiastic and we mm-hmm. say to them let us just work on one home with you. Let's just do one home, build one home together. After you're done with that home, you will be a high performance contractor and you'll be able to, next time you meet with your client say, this is the only way we do things. This is, you know, this is going to give you a much more durable home that will last a lot Mm -hmm. longer than the last home that most likely stood on that piece of land.
1: That's so great. So, a couple questions that what you told me uh, triggered. So obviously uh, the builders are now hiring you for your specialty, your special knowledge about the efficiency package, whatever. And so the myth myth that I have been wanting to bust so badly is if quote unquote green building building home, your home green is more expensive. So by hiring, bringing in experts like you and taking the measures like you mentioned that comes in this package, how much more expensive is it? But, and I also understand the cost, the, the concept of life cycle, life cycle cost. So I know that in the long run, people would be saving money on the efficiency from the energy usage or the uh, requirement for uh, maintenance issues. But a lot of people look at the, the upfront cost of the building, and, and I always get, well, not always, but often get from people like, oh, building green is just more expensive. So I just kind of want to know what I can tell people that, okay, it's not. I hope I can you can give me something that I can use,
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, and this has really been one of the biggest hurdles for me. Mm-hmm. I do spend mm-hmm. a lot of time on this subject with the client up front to get you know to make sure that they get their mind around this you mm-hmm. just said it in the end of the at the end of the uh, you know long term, these measures are a return on investment once they've mm-hmm. been. Once they've been paid for, uh, and then the energy that you don't buy for indefinitely, the, those mm-hmm. that will all add up so that these that these measures really are are a true return on investment. But the way mm-hmm. that I really approach this is through building science, and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is take southern you know take Southern California as an example what are we we're not battling cold winters i mean it gets right. cold in the winter but it's not that's not what we're that's not what we're battling we're battling yeah. heat gain our houses mm-hmm. get hot our attics get yeah. hot and then the attics communicate with the condition space and you think you're roasting like a turkey in the oven sometimes <laughs> so it's it, it can really be uncomfortable and and yeah. that's, really, that's really my guidepost as far as making a, mm-hmm. a zero-net energy home is if I can stop the heat gain on that home and if I can get rid of the vented attic assembly and have an unvented attic assembly and have a lot of insulation on that roof deck, on it, meaning a couple of inches of rigid foam insulation on the mm-hmm. roof deck under the roofing mm-hmm. material – and under the yeah. roof deck meaning a lot of fiberglass insulation and mm. maybe even if it's a flat roof a rubberized or pvc white reflective roof over the top of the foam and so mm. i've got you know 98% reflectivity on that roof continuous foam immediately underneath it fiberglass underneath that zero heat gain so how much heat mm. how much cool, how much cooling do we need not much. Mm-hmm. So if we don't need much cooling and we don't have to run that compressor condenser on the outside of the building with their with its big watt draw and then the air handler inside the building with its large watt draw to cool down this house constantly, if we don't have to do those things, well now we can downsize and right size the heating and the cooling system. And when we do that, we can follow rules that are completely different than, than the traditional mm-hmm. rule of thumb, say 500 square feet per ton. Now we can be in the at least 1,000 square feet per ton. And if it's yeah. a passive house, it might be 2,000 square feet per ton. So now mm. we've re- maybe reduced one or two of the cooling systems And we take that money and we put that money into the whole house ventilation system because that system is a more – that is an expensive system. Those systems are about $12,000 in all of its parts for all of its distribution, grills, controls, uh, ducting, tubing, the unit itself – the units are called heat recovery ventilators or energy recovery ventilators and what mm-hmm. those things are doing are they're the they're the lungs for the house they are the whole house ventilation systems and really the fresh air machines and so mm-hmm. if you need one or two of those and then you need to get them installed which could be another you know roughly maybe the same amount as what all the parts are. So that's really kind of – that's your strata right there. I mean, that's really where you find the difference is, okay, the fresh air machines are going to cost us more to do this. Now, uh-huh. when you see HVAC, it says H is for heating, V is for ventilating, right. A, C, air conditioning. So so yeah. in my book, the, the home that doesn't have to take on the, a lot of heat gain needs a little H – but a big V, big ventilation, Mm -hmm. and a little AC. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. what we've done is we put a roof on the building, which we were planning to put a roof on the building. We insulated (laughs) the building a little bit differently. We didn't put it on an attic plane. We put it up on the underside of the roof deck. And um, we took the and, and because we didn't have all that heat gain and need we didn't have ducts in unconditioned space anymore we didn't right. need all the tonnage so now we're more like what I would say budget neutral and that's how mm-hmm. I do it is through right. the science and because uh, I have to deliver I have to you know you have to make sure that <laughs> you're not getting called back to those homes and they're saying they're too hot yeah. so that's that's my take on it. Um mm-hmm. I think there might be uh I you know you can wrap a building if you're going to do a stucco building or a sided building you can wrap a right. building with black paper cheaper um than mm-hmm. you can like a peel and stick house wrap which we put on but a peel and stick yeah. house wrap is is like a Gore-Tex jacket you know it's a high performance membrane that allows the moisture to get out of the building not and doesn't allow it to mm. get in it air seals mm-hmm. the building at the same time. It keeps the, mm-hmm. you know, there's no passageway for for insects and rodents on a home that has a peel-and-stick house, you know, a membrane on it. And so, you know, there might be another $10,000 differential on a home.
1: Mm-hmm. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day,
0: at the end of the day, if the home is more durable, like you said, you know, about maintenance, then again, those are returns on investment. Those are just Right. Are, the way I look at it, it's good, better, and best, and we're just about yeah. best practices.
1: So, right. Best, so is, you all, best really is always need, a little more. Yeah, we, so basically we really need to educate whoever you're talking to, whether it's a builder or a homeowner. And all these um, applications that you're talking about can also be applied in the case of remodeling, correct? It's, you can you can do the same stuff
0: absolutely and actually if you're if you're doing like a full gut remodel you're going to trigger these mm-hmm. codes anyway it doesn't matter right. when the home was built and and the truth right. is if you look at the whole west west side of LA and you know i i, I you know saw this in my hometown the palisades mm-hmm. is i mm-hmm. you know i believe every house is going to be scraped or yeah. full full gut remodel and what you find yeah. is that the systems in all of those homes electrical plumbing Heating and cooling. All the systems are kaput. They have had their life. They are done and they were substandard yeah. to
1: begin with. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. So how about the how about the VOC factors? Um, the like the flooring and kitchen cabinets and stuff like that. Do you think are the materials more available these days that are Say for stewardship council certified or you know basically non BOC materials are they do you find that they're more available to use?
0: Yeah, they're ubiquitous now, and I think that what happened mm. was, um, yeah, CARB of of Cal, California's Clean Air Board they put mm-hmm. in stringent rules, and so basically you can't distribute products that are high bocs and there mm. are charts of every one of these types of materials uh mm-hmm. and so you do you do really have um that that's an area that really has i think has worked out well the whole paint industry has totally mm-hmm. been converted and i think they're back on their feet as far as you know there were some misformulations maybe a decade ago mm-hmm. that were tough right. to get through and but I think that they we're past all of that, and I think that the products are working just fine i use um, use products and I, I and work with a number of subcontractors and I don't hear any complaints in that category mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the lumber category um I think you would just have you you know if you go to any lumber yard, you're going to get the f s c products for sure mm-hmm. it's always there. some people will be using them some people won't uh, but then there will be a lot of lead buildings or government buildings or build a green buildings or you know mm-hmm. various various you know, multifamily and even commercial and they mm-hmm. have to use those products and so that mm-hmm. that's you know, it's kinda it's kinda the way of the LED, you know, or the, or the incandescent sure. light bulb, you sure. know, just went away yeah. and yeah. we knew it was going <laughs> and you know
1: yeah. <laughs> where where do you get
0: more? But they're gone. So
1: right. Well,
0: yeah, so I think, that's, I think that's how I
1: see it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. I have so many more questions I want to ask you, but I'm running out of time, so I'm going to have to have you back again. So that sounds good. So if people want to find you, uh, how, can, how can people find you?
0: Uh, our website is kellygreen.build, and that's the easiest way yes. to find us.
1: kellygreen.build. Okay, well, thank you so much again, Scott, and this was Home Green Home Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green realtor, a lead green, lead green associate, and you can find me at homegreenhomes.com. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time. Thank you, Scott.
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye.